everybody, I'm Arthur. And I'm Jared, and you're listening to Unheard Of. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Unheard Of. I'm your boy, Arthur, and of course, I'm here with, with my man's Jared, my co-host. And uh, this week, everybody, we uh, we couldn't quite nail down the, the video recording, so audio only this week. So no YouTube, and we're just uh, going back to our roots. So uh, how you been doing this week, Jared? Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh Long work week, another long one coming in, but uh, I mean, hey, it's uh, it's been pretty good, I I must say. Um, and you know, for all of those uh, good old listeners, we do have you know new logo coming up, so the intro and video is going to be a little different next week. So uh, you know, something to look forward to when we get back to video. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, my week though, I mean, my week's been pretty all right, but we did get hit, uh, the other day here in town with like a pretty big storm, man. Um, it was just crazy to see the the damage that it did. Uh, you ride around, especially, um, the highway area near, uh, the high school and there, there's trees down at the cemetery uh, it is. It destroyed some um, headstones, like huge trees got uprooted and and fell, man. On the and on the highway, trees everywhere. A lot of damage to houses, businesses got um, ripped apart. It's it was crazy. Yeah, and I saw I saw some pictures, you know, where it's um, it even like you know, tore down some of those uh, gravestones and everything in cemeteries. Yeah. Like, um, and then what the kids at the high school got to get out early because it, it, uh, because of a gas leak, um, I guess it was caused by the storm. And then uh, I heard, I mean, of course I'm not in high school, so I don't know for sure that uh, the, the root, well, the ceiling in the, uh, lunchroom fell down mm. so we should have we should have got hunter back on here this week because i thought uh so it was kind of dumb to me that the high school got out i mean if it's for a gas leak then i guess i understand you know but i guess you understand i mean that's pretty <laughs> that's pretty serious <laughs> well i was just thinking like if it wasn't for a gas leak and it was for the storms like why not keep them in school because you got storm drills and everything and the uh the school's probably one of the safer places to be, especially during tornadoes and everything. Um, yeah, but that that storm lasted like after school would have gotten out too. So I know I just saw a post of people having to go pick up their young kids too. I don't know if elementary school got let out, but people were like so pissed because they had to go pick up their kids while it was like hailing down and everything. And I'm like. Yeah, why why are they making these parents drive during the storm? Wait till it cools off a little bit. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, but I mean, I, I'm not I, I'm not sure if anybody was like physically hurt by these storms, but if they were, I definitely definitely uh, hope 
for speedy recoveries. And if anybody, God forbid, uh, lost their lives to it, definitely, definitely sorry about that. But, um, yeah, this storm was crazy. There's still um, trees down in some places. Some roads are still closed um, because they just haven't been able to clear everything out yet. And I lost power at my house for a long time. And it was it was pretty tragic, man. Bro, I keep telling my nanny that she's just a bad omen at this point because, uh, like, she literally, you know, she was up here with us for, like, a month. And when she came up here, we got that huge blizzard, like, a, you know, a week or two ago. Yeah. And she goes back, and, like, three days later, y'all get that huge storm. She... Um, how, how did that go? We didn't really do a follow-up with that, uh, your big, your big blizzard. Uh, well, I was out of work for two days, uh, Monday and Tuesday. Um, but the city's more prepared for it. So like literally Fort Collins and really most of Colorado and Wyoming for that matter, they do not care about residential neighborhoods whatsoever. Like they... (laughs) They'll do their part. They'll go clear the city roads, you know, that way if you have to go to town, you're good to go. But they literally do not care at all if you live in the neighborhood because they don't clear any of the streets like in residential places. So obviously Monday I was snowed in, but I I went out there and shoveled with Tiff. And um, uh, she didn't really get sunburnt, but because of how wide I am, I got like super sunburnt out there uh, because we were shoveling. It took us like three or four hours to shovel all the snow um, to clear the driveway. And um, dang, my boy, you got sunburnt. Yeah, in a in a blizzard. Yeah, you just got bad luck, man. Allergic to milk, sunburnt while shoveling snow. Well, that happens all the time. Yeah, if I'm if I'm out there for a few hours, anyways, I should have known. But um, so we got we got the driveway cleared that Monday. Um. So I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to try to make it to work on Tuesday because I know the roads are going to be cleared. Well, I couldn't get the car out of the neighborhood because of how bad it was. Uh, so I literally I called out of work again, and I actually have a neighbor with a bobcat, and I asked him if he could clear out my little section of the road right there in the neighborhood, and he did it. That afternoon, I took a drive around town, and it was clear, so I was like, all right, yeah, I can go to work. Um, Wednesday I returned, but Cheyenne, where I work, they got it even worse. Like we probably got about 21 inches of snow in my yard, but some of the people I work with who live in Cheyenne, they got literally like 30 to 36 inches. So, um, we, we had people out of work because they didn't clear their neighborhoods either. We had people out of work all week, honestly. Um, it's funny because the people who live in Colorado were able to make it in before the people that actually live in town. That's crazy, man. I mean, it did it did it do any like damage or anything like that to to anything? Just a, or just a bunch of snow? No, no, it did it did do a lot of damage. Like we we've got a bunch of trees down and everything that are still down too uh, from the blizzard. But like I said, the city does a really good job of clearing out snow and everything. So it's they're always prepared for it here. I was just mad that I had to call out of work and use my own hours. Uh, because they actually called off work on Monday. But I was like, okay, well, if they call off work, maybe we'll get lucky. We won't have to use PTO. But they was like, no, nah, y'all got to use PTO. So I was like, you know <laughs> what? I'm going to try to make it to work on Tuesday. 
And when that didn't work out, I was like, there's no way I'm not going to make it on Wednesday. I said, I'm going to do whatever I can do because I hate calling out or I hate using time when it's not time I'm actually trying to use for like my own vacation, you know? Well, yeah, but I mean, I mean, I guess technically that's like a mini uh, snow assisted vacation. I mean, it's nice, but we like to take a lot of time off, you know, around Christmas and everything. Yeah. Which requires me to try and save up my leave throughout the year. Um, so I, I usually hate taking time off unless it's for a vacation that we've planned. I got you, man. Um, well, I'm glad to hear that. I mean, everything was okay there, or at least mostly only the only thing was the trees. But, um, yeah, these storms are, are going crazy, man. Kids had fun. I don't know if y'all saw the pictures. Um, we had a bunch of snow and got to go out and play in the yard and stuff. So, uh, you know, my wife and son were able to make a snowman in the backyard. And then Nanny and Jaden made one in the front yard the next day while me and Tiff were shoveling. Well, we got like the most minimal amount of snow possible this year. So um, the only thing I could do this year was throw one snowball. And so I was pretty sad about that. I mean, hey, got to come out here to Colorado, man. You'll you'll see some snow. That's where I want to live, man. One day, one day I'm going to make it out to Colorado. So it's funny that basically – yeah, when we were in Georgia, I was like, uh, I started talking about it with Tiff. I was like, hey, babe, my, uh, you know, my job sucks. Like, I'm out here working in this plant, and they've brought me in for a few promotions, but it's not happening. Um, they kept going with other people, you know. I kept getting passed up. Um, I was like, I've got almost four degrees, and I'm out here working in a plant, like, breaking my back. Um, I was like, would you be interested in, like, moving somewhere and she was like yeah and one of the first places we were talking about was colorado because we knew about the rocky mountains and everything and we had never been out here so we thought it would be a a fun idea and sure enough within like two months of looking for a job since i'm i've got a government clearance and all for my time in the army um i found a job pretty quickly and uh yeah we we made it happen we made uh we made what was once a dream become a reality in like four months. That's good, man. I mean, hey, I don't have I don't have four degrees, so I don't, so hopefully, um, if I ever got out there, I could make something work out. Uh, you don't need the degrees. I mostly got my job from my government clearance. Um, I hey, work with I people just, who don't have degrees at all. So I want to I want to do something, and of course the 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 marijuana industry that would be ideal you the know, what the marijuana industry oh yeah hey we've we've had this idea before we should just start a hemp farm out here oh yeah hemp and the good stuff yeah <laughs> you can work on the good stuff i'll work on the hemp trying to save the environment make toilet paper and paper products it uh I don't know. I feel like we'd have to rebrand after that. I don't know if we could. If we should we be unheard of farms at that point? Yeah. <laughs> unheard of the our, our our farming division. Unheard of hemp and CBD products. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, if you if you uh, want to move on to another topic, we got uh, we're two episodes into Falcon and the Winter Soldier right now, Jared. And uh, what do you think so far? I think it's one of the deeper shows that Mar or literally uh, deeper media that Marvel's been able to put out. Um, just because it actually tackles a real problem. Well, I mean, I won't say it's a problem because obviously they're highlighting it and trying to get better at it, but literally it's super relatable um, because now like Sam Wilson, who's the Falcon, you know, in the latest episode, spoiler beware, um, you know, he finds out that there was actually like a black super soldier, kind of like Captain America. Um and he was like, you know, he was all pissed off because nobody ever really knew about him. They only knew about Steve. And I think that it's storylines like that that should exist because we know that Bucky is like one of what, like seven or eight Winter Soldiers. He wasn't. Yeah. Ne- he wasn't necessarily the only one. He was just part of that program. Um, so it's it's obviously very reasonable to believe that while Steve Rogers was on ice for you know, like 70 years that they were going to do that whole super soldier program again. Yeah. Um, I think it does a really good job of um, bringing real storylines into it. I will say this. Um, the bank scene was, uh, well, some might call it like a relatable thing, but I think the bank scene was dumb. The bank where, scene? Yeah. Where they're trying to get a loan. Oh, because, yeah. because here's why, right? Like, I, I get the part about him not getting the loan and I, I, I get how that looks because the literally the loan officer was just like taking selfies with him. He's like, Oh yeah, you're the Falcon. And then he's like, ah, oh, man, we can't really, we can't really, you know, approve this loan because you've been gone the past five years. But um, what gets me is Sam Wilson literally says, uh, you know, that Avengers don't really get paid. And I'm like, what? I was like, I was like, there's literally like a multi-billion dollar Avengers complex and they could probably have everything they ever want. Vision, we just found out in, you know, WandaVision, Vision bought a house for Wanda. Uh, So what's going on with that? Like, I mean, literally, I'm sure Tony Stark could have paid them like a million dollars a piece a year. I mean, granted... Sam Wilson and Black Widow and, you know, Captain America were on the run for a little bit there, so they probably didn't have much income. But, uh, you know, I, I I, don't understand that part because I don't think the Avengers are doing everything for free. I mean, Hawkeye's got a nice farmhouse. Uh, well, yeah, Cap- Captain Rogers had an apartment. Bucky, Hawkeye. even now, has got an apartment in, like, Brooklyn. But I feel like Hawkeye had that like before, you know, because he was working for the for for Shield, and um, and I mean, so was Captain America. So, so I'm sure that those those are like Shield funded houses and stuff like that. Well, I mean, not Hawkeye's. Hawkeye's had a had a Hawkeye had a job, but not necessarily uh, Steve. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying that didn't make sense. Uh, it makes sense if he's just coming from the point that he's basically been on the run, you know, for the past few years, because technically he was snapped away 
and before he was snapped away, he was a government fugitive since the events of Civil War. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, well, while he was in the Avengers complex, it's hard for me to believe that they're not getting paid. I mean, I guess you just do it for the love of the game, man. Nah, not couldn't be me. <laughs> couldn't be me. Um, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed it, and I feel like uh, the with the show concentrating more on um and yeah. them uh talking about like just like the like racism mm-hmm. especially with uh the the black super soldier like like he said like he had instead of instead instead of being made free after he was done serving uh they put him in jail for 30 years yeah and um and I mean, just like the little things like where after they left his house and um, he and Bucky were arguing, of course, uh, the, the cops stopped and were was asking them if if um, Sam was was giving Bucky a hard time, or like uh, causing him trouble. You know what I'm saying? And then with the cop had to whisper to him that, that they were Avengers. And it was OK. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. Yeah. That's that's the stuff I like about it. Uh I think it's really a, a relatable show. Um, a lot of people hate the new Captain America, as do I. Um, I God, they haven't really said that he's like a super soldier program thing, you know? But I don't see he's how not. he's not. Because he's slinging that shield around like he, he knows the business, you know? <laughs> yeah, no. Well, she was, well, you know, they did the scene where they're talking about how, like, uh, you know, he's not a super soldier, but like he tested off the charts and like strength and uh, intelligence and stuff like that. And so, I mean, I just think he's a just a really strong, smart, regular old human being. Yeah, I mean, technically, and if you hate him so far, uh, since he's wearing that suit and shield, that's technically a good thing, like because we're supposed to hate him. Oh, so uh, I feel like they designed it, uh, designed for us to hate to hate him. But I mean, what do you think about what do you think about Sam giving away the shield, man? I mean, I think it makes sense coming from his point of view. Uh, it's just that I think anybody that's worked with the government, and technically Sam Wilson in the MCU should have known this because of you know how the government's back uh, backstabbed them a couple times. Uh, he should have known that as soon as he donated it to the government, that they were going to do whatever they wanted with it. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, like he didn't have no type of special contract saying it's going to stay in the Smithsonian and it's going to be a like a memorial to Steve. I get it because he believes that that shield is Cap's legacy and he doesn't belong to that. But uh, as as somebody who's been like a member of the army and everything. Uh, yeah, you probably should have known not to trust the government because they'll screw you any chance they get. Yeah, I I just don't like how they how they started out the show with him giving it away. You know, I I, I wish I could have seen him like go on a mission and try to use it and like mess up with it or something like that. You know what I'm saying? And and then make the decision that he didn't want it. You know what I'm saying? I wish we could have got right. a scene like that. I think we'll get it. Because the promos have, like, you know, 
him throwing the shield around. It's just yeah, there's got to be some point. And I think the U.S. agent thing, uh, the new Captain America, it's doing a little bit of foreshadowing because, uh, you know, Walker's not going to live up to expectations. I think there's going to be a, a point. I mean, my God, there's only six episodes, so it's got to be really soon for when, like, Sam gets the shield back. Yeah. And, um, you know, like I said, that, that like, it kind of addresses, like, the racism and, like, that that – um, Sam has to deal with and like these these heroes have to deal with one thing that I feel like they kind of misstepped on is given the new Captain America like his his partner is black like why why are all these uh why why are these black people playing second fiddle to these to these to these heroes you know what I'm saying I mean I think that's I think that's one of the things that Sam Wilson is pissed off about like it's not just that they made a new Captain America. It's that they tried to remake the same type of guy, you know, this similar white character. And yeah, and just giving him another battle star, uh, black sidekick. Uh, he says they're partners, but I mean, that's a sidekick. Like, I don't know. Oh. And if we still got people in the military that have been listening to this show, I was watching that scene when they're in the Humvee, you know, um, and Battlestar, who is, you know, the new Captain America's, like, black sidekick or whatever, he's got the Sergeant Major rank on, like, his uniform, and that man could never be a Sergeant Major in the current U.S. Army. Like, you have to, because you have to be in the Army for dang near 20 years to get that rank. Like, there is no way... That guy is like forty, like or in his forties. Well, he just looks really good for forty. Uh, nah, man, I don't think so. Sergeant majors are like old dudes; they're they're battle worn, you know. Yeah, I mean, but I guess if he's Captain America, I guess you you could have uh, you could promote uh, his sidekick to Sergeant Major. I mean, Captain America makes sense because it, it only takes like four years to get the rank of captain in the army, especially if you start out as an officer. Oh, so, does it? Oh, never mind. Yeah, that, that one makes sense for it to be a young guy. Uh, but the sergeant major thing, I was like, eh. <laughs> and, you know, people people are upset on Twitter about uh, – how much army stuff is inside of Falcon and the Winter Soldier? But I mean, you have to, you gotta have to guess that. I mean, the the MCU has been doing army stuff since since uh, Iron Man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's a pretty big thing in, in the MCU. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, I don't know why people are mad that they're using the army. It makes sense because technically. There's no Avengers right now, you know? So the fact that, like, the Falcon is working with the army makes sense. I mean, is there is there not Avengers right now? Like, Not really. There's no Avengers complex. We know that for sure. Oh, yeah. It did get blown to smithereens. So, I mean, I'm sure that did probably scatter a whole bunch of Avengers to pick up pieces. So, yeah, you're right. But um, I'm 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 a uh, I like their 
the like the whole organization they're going up against right now. The this group of super soldiers, the flag smashers. I really enjoyed that scene where uh, that one guy where they were trying to take off in the plane, and that one guy stayed behind to try to uh, uh, hold off the power brokers' men. Yeah, yeah. Like I like that scene. I I don't know, man. I not like I'm cheering for the for the flag smashes or anything like that, but I mean, hey, I feel like they're they're gonna be good villains to watch. Well, the best villains are the ones that you can relate to. And yeah. empathize with so, like if you if you feel bad for a villain, it's probably a good thing. And um, and then I'm I'm excited for episode three for them going to go see Zemo, man. Yeah, because I, uh, I mean, he's in a he's in like prison, but it look like he gets out, right? Uh, I think he will. So, I'm excited to see what they do with with his character. I thought uh, in Civil War, like. His character was was uh, written really well, and um, I mean, I'm pretty relatable. So, you know how they've been doing like these scenes recently about the blip, as they call it, and people coming back. Well, like, yeah, uh, I mean, they've only done they've only done two of them. Yeah, but you know, Spider Man did like the funny scene where you know the marching band like comes back into existence during a basketball game. Yeah. Um WandaVision did the hospital scene. Yeah. And I don't I don't want them to do too much blip stuff because uh I I, f- I feel like they shouldn't focus on that too much because uh they need to focus on the new storylines too. But how weird would it be to see like a prison blip scene and people that like <laughs> got snapped away just like come back and they just try to like, you know, escape from prison or whatever. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Um well, but I mean, they probably they won't, they probably wouldn't try to escape though because they they're when they come back they pretty much thought that they were in the same position as they were. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well. So, yeah. But um, I don't know, man. I I I I do like them talking about the 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 blip and the fallout from that and stuff happening because I mean that's not something we actually got to see during uh the two avengers movies so so them exploring it more after afterwards is, i mean i think it's it's natural and i mean i i haven't disliked it so it's I mean, natural it. it's natural but you know you don't need like uh they just they shouldn't focus on it too much like say we get to the next few movies and we're still getting scenes about people coming back to life and all you know well, yeah, I mean, I, I get that, the whole scenes, but, I mean, them at least talking about it, mentioning it, I mean, that's not that's not bad. Well, yeah. I think the next couple of years are going to, they'll mention it a few times, you know, just because. Yeah. I mean, what what do we have next? Um, Loki, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Loki is the next series coming up. So I mean that they're there's de- they're definitely not gonna do any blip stuff in that one. And no, they, um, they shouldn't. And I mean uh Black Widow is gonna take place years before she even joins the uh Avengers or Shield for that matter. So so um we're gonna be good there. You you'll you'll be getting any any blip talk or blip scenes for, for a minute. True. 
you know what? Uh, I know that they're doing a Black Widow, uh, like the movie focuses on the events after Civil War for her. Oh, but, it was, uh, I thought it, I thought it focuses on her life before. No, I mean, so there's there's it it does give her a greater backstory. Like it'll focus on her childhood and stuff a little bit because she's gonna reunite with her family and stuff. Yeah, but uh, no, like the current events of that movie take place after Civil War. Um, oh, okay. While she was on the run. Yeah. And I think it'd also be cool to get a glimpse of her perspective after Infinity War because she was basically leading the Avengers and trying to stop, you know, the bad guys around the world in that five-year span. Oh, yeah. I mean, it looked like that job was, was kicking her ass, too. But, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I would like to see that. Um but no, nah, dude, watch watch Shang Chi literally open with a scene from from the blip, dude. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't think Shang Chi will just because. Uh, so the, they have to do an origin story because, um, as much as, uh, you know, there's a bunch of like uh, Asia awareness going on right now. Not not a lot of people are still going to know that character. <laughs> like they're going to have to do an origin story. Oh yeah. Um, I think that movie is going to be really good, though. I hope so, man. I'm looking forward to that one. I know they delayed it because of uh, Black Widow, but which which they need to stop delaying it. They need to just put that on um, Disney Plus. They need to put it on there yesterday. Oh, uh, So here's what's going to happen. Um, you know, we talked about it before the show. Yeah. But literally, Mulan underperformed on Disney Plus, and now they're saying Raya and the Last Dragon, which is the number one movie in the box office underperformed uh, and did worse than Mulan, which I haven't even seen Mulan. And I can go ahead and tell you that Ryan, the last dragon is a better movie than Mulan just because, you know, I've seen Disney animation films um, and I saw, you know, people's reactions to Mulan, but the fact that Disney took Shang, how do you say it? Shang-Chi? Yes. Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi spot in July with Black Widow and said that they're also going to do a Disney Plus release. I think they're just going ahead and trying to bite the bullet. You know, they're probably thinking, all right, we're not going to make any money with Black Widow, but they're hoping everybody's back in theaters for Shang-Chi. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's going to be, I mean, hopefully it's going to be a, a, a great movie, a big event, like, and we're going to see the MCU back and better than ever. And that's a shame for Scarlett Johansson because I think her movie deserves some crowded theaters. Yeah, but it's a pandemic, dog. Get that, pandemic. Just, get, just get the, the movie out. The pandemic's not going to end. <laughs> this disease is not going to die. At some point, we all have to go back to the land of the living. Yeah, after we get our vaccines, dude. What the fuck? You, you can get your vaccine right now. You live in Georgia. Everybody's that's got open true. eligibility. I have not gotten my vaccine yet, and I'm very sad about that. And like, it literally, well, everybody in my immediate family has has already gotten uh, either their first shot already, or is fully vaccinated, except for me. And I feel like I'm just sitting here like a chump because I haven't scheduled mine yet. So I actually just became eligible, uh, me and Tiff, last week because Biden signed into law some type of act where it makes veterans and their spouses eligible to get the vaccine at the VA clinic 
but the VA doesn't have any programs yet to distribute the vaccine to us. So we're still waiting, but as soon as it opens up, we'll go get ours. All right. That's good, man. Uh, which one are you, which, which one are you going to do? I, mean, I, I always... know you said you wanted to do the Johnson Johnson one, but I mean, I don't know. Are people getting that shot yet? Yeah, people are getting it. Yeah. Okay. And I think uh, if the VA offers me the Johnson and Johnson, I'll probably get it just because it's one shot. Um, I've been exposed to COVID on several occasions, and I'm one of the younger people in this population. So I don't think I really need the two shot dose like the older people or those at risk with the other, you know, immune diseases and stuff. Yeah. Um, Walmart the other day was, they were, they were begging people to come and take the uh, Moderna vaccine, dude. They, I think they had a few spots open. Uh, I know uh, some of our friends who worked there, they, they uh, got the, they got the vaccine. Well, so. I thought, I thought uh, there was this big thing against Moderna right now because some some report came out about its side effects for pregnant women or something like that. Sure. Oh, I mean, I have no clue. I don't know. All all I know is that uh, technically the Johnson and Johnson vaccine is still like a hundred percent effective against death. It's like ninety percent effective against hospitalizations. So I feel like in my age range, it'll be good enough for me. I got you. I just want to go back to the land, um, you know. I want I want life to go back to normal. I want to be able to, you know, take my wife to a you know, a full a packed out concert this year. You keep saying packed out, dude. Like you just want a bunch of people around you all no, the time. No, I I love being by myself, but after so long, you know, there's some fatigue. So, you know, I, I would like to go out to big crowds and do stuff again. Yeah. I me personally, I'm perfectly fine with with uh, having very small amounts of people anywhere at a given at a given moment, especially around me. I don't know, man. There's something about different events uh, where it wouldn't be the same if it was only like a few people. Concerts is one of those things. I mean, concerts. Well, for me, a concert it would be it would be different. Like if I was going to go see, like a like a low key kind of concert, like maybe going to go see James Blake. I mean, all he's doing is sitting there in front of a piano and and playing and singing music. Like I I would I I wouldn't care if there were a lot of people or like I was only in in there in the crowd with fifteen people. But like, say I was going to go see like um like a rap concert or or something like that like then yeah i would like i would like to see a lot of, a lot of people there because um so, i mean standing standing in front of the stage like that 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 experience that experience is uh unlike any other yeah and like uh you know i like sporting events and now colorado's finally opening uh baseball back up to the public and I'm sure the Broncos will get some fans back in this season. And I I love going to see, like, some football or basketball, man. You know? And we haven't been able to do that at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sporting events. Those are That's another thing where you could, like, 
I could be fine with a lot of people. But I mean, just gonna go do like stuff where pretty much I'm like I don't care about anyone else's enjoyment out of it, only mine. Like uh I don't uh it could be a lot of people. It could be a little bit of people, it doesn't matter yeah. to me. And I mean I I could care less about the crowd stuff too. I just honestly um at the end of this year I feel like if I'm still wearing a mask I'm going to start getting tired of it. You know, speaking of masks, I um I mean unfortunately you guys can't see because I cuz we we aren't doing uh videos but I completely cut my beard off like beard mustache everything mm. gone. And now, man, wearing a mask is 10 times better because, I mean, it already sucked because of my glasses, so I have to put it up underneath my glasses or, like, if it moves down because of my beard, like, my my glasses got all fogged up. But now it stays put right on my face. I don't have no problems. Yeah, I mean, I did that once, uh, especially when I was still wearing gaiters when this pandemic started. Um, now I don't wear them anymore. I've, I've been wearing masks, but... Yeah, I mean, obviously having a shaved beard really helps out. It does suck though, because sometimes I just like to touch touch my touch my face, touch my beard, and every time I do it now, there's nothing there, and I feel like I've lost my best friend. I mean, what do you think though? Because I I feel like you know, the majority of us have been doing our part. You know, like if if we're still wearing masks by the end of this year, I I think I would start to get a little bit tired of it. Especially if everybody's been vaccinated um, by that point, the you know the percentage that should be. I would, I mean, I of of course I probably get tired of it, but I I wouldn't like just completely stop wearing a mask or anything like that. No, no. Like, I I what I want to see before I before like that happens is a, a lot less COVID cases happening, and then you know, I'm not I'm not. Then if we're still like if people are talking about wearing masks, then I'll be like, I mean, come I mean, on. I'm dog. I'm not saying I'm gonna stop wearing masks if it's still required. I'm just saying that I would get tired of wearing it. Oh yeah, I mean, hell, I'm tired of wearing it at this point already. But, but I mean, if if it's if it's still going on, I'm still gonna be wearing a mask. Well, all I know is uh, this disease isn't going away. I feel like at some point this year, the Biden administration will probably acknowledge that as well and talk about getting back to living life like we used to with all the other diseases that have vaccines, like the flu. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens this year. Absolutely, man. Shoot. And uh, speaking of seeing stuff, you did you hear about the story of the man who was – I mean, I'm sure he woke up in the morning, went to went to go pour himself a, a nice bowl of cinnamon toast crunch, and ended up with like four shrimp tails inside of his box of cinnamon toast crunch. Uh, no, I have I have not read the story. You know, I have not seen this at all. <laughs> this was a pretty big story on Twitter, and so so this guy, like, like I said, like he, I don't know how it happened. I mean, I don't even know if this guy's telling the truth. Or anything. I mean, I, it it looked like he is because like those shrimp tails are covered in cinnamon and sugar. Those are those are 
cinnamon toast shrimp tails that he <laughs> that he poured out of his box. So I don't know if he maybe did that himself just to just to uh, have a story or not. But I mean, it looked pretty convincing. He hit up uh, General General Mills on on Twitter, and it, it's so funny. They like pretty much gaslighted him and told him that at first, and told him that those were not in fact uh shrimp tails and which is which is completely crazy to me because you can look at the picture and tell that those are shrimp tails but um and then he like of course maintained that those were shrimp tails and that they were crazy and and well that they were crazy and uh then they told him to take them to his local police station to uh to uh, aid in, in, in an investigation about it. And, like, I don't know. I just feel like General Mills is not not uh, taking responsibility for the possibility that they are they package shrimp tails inside of um, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. You know what I'm saying? I'm just looking at this story, man. It's insane. Apparently... The entire story is getting dark because now the guy's getting abused. Like, uh, apparently, a bunch of people think it's fake. Yeah. Good Lord. And um, the funny thing about it is, like, uh, I mean, this guy is, like, verified on Twitter. He's, he's I guess he's famous. And his wife is uh, the actress who played uh, Topanga on Boy Meets World. Wow. Danielle Fischel, huh? Yeah. And so, so, yeah, I mean, I guess if, I mean, I guess it's pretty crazy that it happened to a famous person. It's, it's crazy that it happened, uh, period. But um, yeah, it, it leads me to my to my question, Jerry. If, uh, if you found some shrimp tails in your uh, cereal, it doesn't have to be Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Uh, well, I mean, I guess technically you, you aren't really eating cereal much now because of because of the whole milk allergy, but what would you what would you do? Uh, I'd probably just throw the box away and get over it. I'm not, I'm not really? big, you know, for making a scene or anything. Like I'll, I'll probably just be like, oh, that's funny, or you know, I like my instant reaction would probably be like, God, what did I just you know take a bite of? And uh, I would see it. I'd probably spit it out, um, and then I'd probably just throw it all away, and I'd go about my day. <laughs> I don't know, man. If if something like that happened to me, I would definitely uh, try to do what that guy's doing. Like, not like trying to like just get famous off of it, but but like at least try to get them to acknowledge that they that they messed up somewhere in the in the processing of uh of that cereal, and then like definitely get my money back for it. Like that's insane. I mean, it is kind of insane. <laughs> I don't know how they could have gotten shrimp tails and cereal. To be honest with you. Exactly, like something, something had to have happened. Something, something went wrong that somehow somebody snuck in shrimp tails into into that box. And um, but like I said, like I mean, you you said you've seen it, right? Yeah. Now I have. Uh, you you looked it up. Okay, so like, like you could tell, like those shrimp tails have like the cinnamon sugar on it. <laughs> it's just kind of funny, you so know. Like, what if the it's not like so. Like, what if an assembly line worker just, you know, one day they're like, "Oh, somebody's gonna get it today," 
and they throw some shrimp tails in while uh, the cinnamon toast crunch is like getting boxed up and everything. Yeah, like, but um, but I mean, it, it's I mean, I guess it's pretty funny because I mean, it happened to somebody who um was obviously not allergic to seafood or anything like that, shellfish. But um, I mean, it could have been pretty serious if I mean, like I like I said, if the story's true, and then. On top of that, it happened to somebody who was like deathly allergic to seafood. You know what I'm saying? Then, then uh, General Mills would be having a, a death to deal with because of because of negligence. You know? Yeah, I mean, it, it'd be crazy. Um, God, I don't know how they make that mistake, but it just seems like they're going to forget about it because now, you know, apparently. <laughs> This guy is starting to get abused about former like sexual abuse allegations and everything else. Are you wow? Oh yeah, well, uh I did hear about that like uh what his like ex-girlfriends. Yeah. Were were uh were talking about him. Nah, I mean, that's that's unfortunate, but but uh Yeah, man, just shrimp in the in the, in the cinnamon toast crunch. But I don't know, man. If if they would have if they would have sent if I would have got uh, some cinnamon toast crunch with like whole shrimp, like whole cooked shrimp in there, like I'd probably eat those shrimp. I'd probably eat them. I mean, hey, you know, if you like shrimp and you like cinnamon toast crunch, seems like a good combo. <laughs> it does. I think somebody has like created a uh, some kind of recipe for cinnamon sugar shrimp on. Uh, I think I saw it on Twitter. Uh, now, like it's 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 pretty crazy. That's just it's funny. Um, God, hopefully this guy gets his life settled out. Um, yeah. So, so everybody, if you guys are listening and you uh, and you haven't seen the story, look it up. It's a, I mean, it's a good laugh, especially like his tweets. If you guys see those, like his tweets that he posted were extremely funny. So, you guys want a good laugh this week? A feel good, a feel good story, but also like a very crazy story. Uh, is that one? Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a that was a good one. I I feel like it's a good one to close out the show on. <laughs> yeah. Um. But I mean, you know, closing thoughts. If you're an NBA fan, uh, probably really good. Week for you, trade deadline was up, so we saw a lot of big trades. Uh, Lakers didn't really get as stacked as the Nets, you know, but I honestly think the Nets are going to fail. Um, and as country starts opening up, you know, let's, let's still continue to do our part, go get the vaccine, and let's get life back to normal. And, uh, you know, closing thoughts for me, man. Um uh, be on the lookout for rogue shrimp tails inside of your uh, inside of your breakfast cereal, and um, I don't know. Watch Watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and don't forget to wear that mask out in public. True. Tell the people where they can find you on Twitter, Jared. You all can find me on the Twitter at Jared Evans, and you can find me on Twitter at. Young without the O underscore ABG and us collectively 
on Twitter and Instagram at unheard underscore of pod. Facebook, search us up. YouTube, there's not going to be a video this week, uh, unfortunately, but follow, follow the link. We'll be there. You'll, you'll see our beautiful faces if you, if you want to go back and watch old videos. And um, yeah, that's, that's all I got for them. Yep. And, uh, you know, we thank all of you listeners. Um, everybody seems to be listening again after the holidays and everything. So we're appreciative. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to coming back with some good stuff. And we hope you appreciate it. So, as always, we love you, we hear you, and we hope you hear us. Hear it unheard of. And once again, I'm Jared. And I'm Arthur. And this was Unheard Of. Yeah.